But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. We're back here on 88.3 WGTs. After further review, name, image, and likeness. Fellas, your thoughts on it? Uh, we'll go with David first since he just chimed in. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of bound to be happening. I understand that there's still some states that are kind of legislating it. They're still on the fence about it. But it was about time. We've known for years, and like everyone's been saying for years, hey, you're, you as multi-billion-dollar companies, you as EFTN, as collegiate, well, collegiate athletics just in general, is a multi-million-dollar market enterprise. And so how is it that we can make all this money, but then when it comes time to, like, actually paying kind of the actual athletes, it's like, oh, no, you know, we give them this quote-unquote free education, which, yes, we, and so I'm all in favor of it. I think it's long overdue. Obviously, uh, when we think about the paid athletes, we look at the three main sports, primarily football, men's and women's basketball. For a lot of schools, it's the football and men's basketball, just as the major market term, revenue generators. But I think it's good for all athletes to be able to profit off their likeness. If they're going to be put on a poster somewhere, if they're going to be advertised as by the university as, hey, you are the star athlete, you are one of our marketing tools, then you should get some of that revenue that you earn. So I'm all in favor for it. Frank? I'm in favor of it, too, because I I mean, look, these guys should at least be able to get compensated for some of the stuff they do, especially since the... Now, they're not getting paid by the school. Yeah. Okay, let's clear that up. Yeah, it, it, it... And, you know, I think that's really the good part because now you can't, schools can't say, oh, we're going to offer you more money than this school, so come play for us, and then the whole thing just goes to hell in the handbasket. So, I mean, they're basically, there's other ways that they can at least put some money in their pocket and kind of invest it for their future, and then just kind of use it. Let's say they want to use it to help their families out. Let's say they come from... uh, family that's uh, struggling financially, they can help them out, give back to their communities. It's it's something that is long overdue, and at least uh, at least common sense has finally prevailed. And I know the NCAA tried to wait and take it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, and they pretty much got not just struck down, unanimously struck down against, mind you. Mm-hmm. Nine-nothing decision. And, uh, I mean, there's at least a couple of Supreme Court cases I can remember that have been 9 nothing, where you couldn't, e- couldn't even convince anybody to side with you. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's just common sense prevailing. 
Yeah, right here. I don't know if you looked it up or not. Hersey Miller, the son of a rapper. Man, he was a former NBA player, even though he played in the preseason. Master P. Uh. Make him say, uh. Yeah, has signed a $2 million deal to become the brand ambassador for Web Apps America, a tech company specializing in web, mobile, and software solutions. Miller's endorsement deals ties into the company's commitment to supporting HBCUs in the United States. Um, Miller is committed to play basketball at the Tennessee State. Um, and that's pretty incredible. Now, I, I like this, though. I think it is um, great that they get to profit off of this. But this 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 kind of gets a little crazy. Uh, will it mess up the locker room, though? And we've seen this in pro sports. You start to get guys that get stuff like this. Egos get in the way. Your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean that's going to be something interesting to watch because somebody might ha- might be signing a a deal with somebody that'll pay him like I don't know fifty grand, and then somebody else say, oh well, I'm getting a couple million from this company. And then there's probably going to be some jealousy involved. But again, I think a lot. But a lot of schools are basically saying, you know what, here we're going to basically provide you with guidance to make sure you make the wise decisions so you get the most bang for your buck. So I, I think I think there's that too. And the but I mean the other issue I know people are bringing up is is well the starting quarterback is going for a football team is going to end up making more than say the starting third baseman for mm-hmm. the baseball team. Right. But again, uh, and it I think it, it really that's where you kind of open up another can of worms like which re, like which sport are are players playing that's going to have more revenue because I think they're going to be a lot more exposed, they're going to be marketed more. Right. I mean right. cuz I mean, because it helps out the the non the Olympic sports, though. I think if you can get it an does deal, and do, because obviously some of those sports you don't really get full scholarship. Like in baseball, you don't get a full. People think you do. Now some schools can offer it because they got big baseball programs. But like here at UT, most of these guys are on partial scholarships. So if they get an endorsement deal and make a little money on the side to help pay for schooling, that would really help them. Exactly, because I mean, I think the the way that Baseball scholarships work is you only get like the equivalent of twelve full scholarships to go across twenty seven players on the team. Mm-hmm. Isn't and, it like eleven and a half or something? Uh, or it's somewhere it's like eleven there. in the hook. Yeah. So I mean that that's gonna I mean them being able to make some money that's gonna kind of help foot some of the bills as well. And of course that's why where you see some, where you'll see a lot of college baseball players will end up going JUCO route and then transfer down the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I know I know plenty of guys have done that. Jared Jansen, he actually started out at Mock Community College up in Flint. Really? He was up there in Flint? Yeah, he was, he was at up Mo- there with them Flint boys, huh? Yeah, he was up the, he was up at Mott mm-hmm. and then he ended up transferring to Concordia. Okay. So uh, he played baseball. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Justin Gelso who Played high school ball at Ida. He also played for Post Three Two Five. He went to Jackson College for a couple of years. He's now at Concordia. Okay, nice. You think that Jared could have got an NIL or name image likeness deal? Uh, well, I mean, we kind we actually kind of talked about this a little bit on Wednesday night when we were heading up to their get to their game in Livonia. I was talking with him and Corey Osborne and Jared. Lots like you know, kind of wish this was around because then we probably could have. Made some coin off that, mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I think, but again, I think I know they're saying, well, it's about damn time this happens, but, you know, I guess it's better late than never. Right. David? Yeah, and I think kind of thinking about the ego question, I mean, obviously that's going to be more of a bigger issue with the bigger locker rooms, so thinking about football primarily. Like, I think what gets tricky with the egos and knowing that these are going to be advertisement deals, certain companies are going to look for those recognizable names and faces. I mean, that's, like, we see that in professional sports. I think with collegiate athletes, there could be some kind of, I guess, friendly competition amongst kind of collegiate athletes. So, say, it's, you know, the star quarterback or, say, you know, me here in Syracuse. Like, the Bayheim boys, like, they are already on Cameo. Buddy Bayheim has a whole T-shirt deal with, you know, Buddy Buckets. He's making money like that. Like, is he going to have more publicity? Because of, like, obviously because of the name, but then say, you know, like a former quarterback, like Tommy DeVito, who was here in Syracuse, is he going to have the clown pool? So I think it's situational, but I think certain schools and certain sports are going to have that edge. Like, so thinking about UT, the certain quarterback, you know, for the University of Toledo may have the name recognizable, but say if one of the Rockets baseball players, gets drafted by high, you know, team right out of high school, but then decides to go to college, you know, he could have that, quote-unquote, be able to be marketed more because he's, you know, future, he was drafted. So it, it's a case-by-case basis. But I think just kind of with any collegiate athlete, there's going to be ego, there could be potential, and it's just about managing that, knowing as a company who's going to be best for your brand, kind of the kind of best thing for your buck. But then also knowing that you're supporting the kids, and it's not about like the companies that are doing these advertising deals, and like they they have the income, they have the revenue. It's about really support. I think it's more giving the kids an opportunity to get some extra change in the pocket more than the companies try to promote and kind of get a bigger brand, primarily in these college towns, because they're going to make money regardless. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, you. And of course, I think also some schools that didn't have the recruiting advantage, they can now say, "Hey, you know, this will actually kind of put us a little bit more on a level playing field in terms of getting guys in." Because say, "Hey, you know, <coughs> excuse me, we can help. We can help you build your brand just as well as this school can." And I mean, again, like I said. They're not going to be able to like give you actual money, but they'll say, you know, we can help you. We can help you make more than what they would. And I mean, some of the some of the companies he signed with. I know there was a, I think it was a, a football player from Auburn ended up signing a deal with this brand of sweet tea. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're you're not. I mean, obviously, you're not seeing like guys that are signing with like the multi billion dollar conglomerates like Amazon and Coca-Cola in due time though in due time yeah and in due time that's going to happen i mean one one company that's really been raking in in people has been uh Barstool i mean they uh, they have already come up with Barstool Athletics which they have holy smokes they they have brought they have been bringing in and athletes from different levels and different sports left and right. I mean, some are are D are D one football players. Others are basically like D like D two or D three baseball players. 
Division One women's golfers. <laughs> Archie Manning's about to make bank. That's what Jared said. <laughs> also, what college athlete do you guys think? It looks like Dave, we lost David. Right. I'll probably have to call back in. What athlete do you think will make the most money on the NIL? NIL? It probably would have been Trevor Lawrence last year yeah. in football. I mean, maybe Justin Fields from Ohio State, but now who's going to be the stars coming up? See that. That's another interesting question. I, mean, I think college basketball, eh, that's going to be hard because you know, it's the one and done's. You, you got to build a brand. And even if, with Zion coming in, he wasn't even considered the best player at Duke when he first got there with R.J. Barrett. So it seemed like with college basketball, they might get the shorter than the stick. That might be a, a reason for kids to actually stay because you can probably bank on your NIL uh, with that if you do a good year, first year in college. But yeah. Well, Jared Jansen brings up Spencer Rattler Rattler from Oklahoma. I mean, I kind of fit. I figured Rattler would be a guy. You probably could also say uh, uh, Sam Howell, quarterback in North Carolina, who is expected to go pretty high in next year's NFL draft. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, if you look at some uh, teams that were in the playoff last year, year and who some of their. There were places like DJ Uyunglele, who was the heir to Trevor Lawrence. I think he could possibly he'll de- I think he could be somebody who makes some bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ohio State, you I mean, I'm not really sure who's gonna be starting a quarterback for them next year, but that's another that's another show for another time. David's back on somebody now. like Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. I think he could he's someone who could really make some money. And obviously there's some guys at Alabama as well. Just name skill put insert skill player here and yeah yeah Frazier uh, I mean David I'm looking at my brother's page David who do you think college player is going to actually come up and be the most highest paid for this NIL? Um, obviously you're going to look for power five schools. So within college, it's probably going to be either a college football player. There is some conversation like. Maybe if you're a top men's basketball player. Well, and I don't think I don't think so because once again, there's only one and done, and the stars are usually those. You don't know what they're gonna get when they come. I mean, the only one I could think of maybe is Mikey Williams, and he's already got a brand built up. But someone like a Zion coming in, how much money are you gonna really actually make? You know, you just don't know. Yeah, but then even thinking, not even just with the men's game, we're thinking about kind of. One of the Yukon women, so thinking about Paige. Oh, Paige. Buckers. Yeah, Paige Buckets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so but like think about did, it, though. She had one good, she had a good year at Yukon, then goes in with the bank. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. No, no, that makes sense. It says here, jail, a jail bonds company signed the Michigan State QB, I heard. Is that true? That's Jansen spreading that fake news. Oh, is, this, is this like the give and go at Big Daddy's truck stop? <laughs> No, it's just, let's just say he's probably still butthurt because Michigan could not beat a Michigan State team that had only 30% of their playbook installed last season. Okay, okay, we'll keep going from there. Now I got to ask you guys this. Since this has become law, or basically now this has happened, should they retroactively, and you brought the Jared, brought this up, he could have made some coin back in the day, but... Should they reinstate Reggie Bush's Heisman and all his records? Yeah, I w- You know that that's a bit of a touchy subject for some people, but I'm 
I'm going to say yes. Because mm-hmm. because look, I I know back then there was rules against what he did, but did he do did he do anything morally wrong? Did he break it? Did he did he break any laws? Did he do did he do anything to enhance did he take performance enhancing drugs? No. He didn't do anything morally or ethically wrong. I mean, he was just trying he was just trying to just get some bang for his buck, help his family out. Out. But the other thing t- the other thing too and this is something that Jared brings up. Mm-hmm. If they if they do Reggie Bush, then you got to do everybody. Fab 5 at Michigan. Mm-hmm. You also got to do Pony Express at SMU. Right. You know, and However, yeah, but, and then, but, and but then, then again, though, that was that offer name, image, and likeness, or was that really some booster giving the money? Though, I mean, yeah, the I shady that. stuff you can't, you can't, you can't do that. I mean, even though sometimes people try to give funnel money through a church down south, that I've heard that's pretty. Cam common. Newton, yeah, you funnel it through a church because it's tax exempt, and you can't really follow the paper trail on that. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing too. I mean, if you're going to look for say, okay, somebody was trying to use name, image, and likeness, and then. Somebody else was doing stuff through all these shady backdoor channels. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where it's really going to get sticky. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody like Reggie Bush, I don't think he was trying to do anything shady. But Fab Five SMU and maybe even Miami football to a point, point with Nevin Shapiro, that is kind of where you get the whole all the boosters getting involved and stuff like that. That wasn't trying to profit off name, image, and likeness. That was just boosters essentially trying to make it rain. Right. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. The Fab Five, too. I mean, mostly the Fab Five is with Chris Webber. I mean, I'm trying to remember how Chris Webber got it. He got it from a friend of the – I wouldn't say a friend of the program. A friend of his that used to work at General Motors was giving him money, whereas – wasn't Reggie Bush more or less? He was making money because he was signing autographs and taking a little bit of that cash. Yeah. You know, that's a lot different than someone just giving you money not for doing anything. I mean, that's where that starts to get kind of cloudy. There, I think Reggie Bush he was doing stuff where okay, I'm signing autographs, I'm getting a little bit of you know cash on the end. When obviously back then that wasn't available. If if it's something where you got boosters just giving you money just to give you money or like in the episode of Blue Chips where dad gets a tractor or the Lexus pulls up for you, that that's a little bit different than someone actually going to an event, posing, taking some pictures, sign a couple autographs and get a little bit of money on the side because this is basically what the NIL is actually. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty – I mean – Pretty much sum it all up. It's pretty. They're just. It's just common sense finally prevailing. Should it have happened sooner? Yeah, but you know, better late than never. You makes you wonder why the NCAA was so against it, though. Oh, probably because there's too many old heads in there that'll say, "Oh, this is gonna compromise the integrity of everything," and I'm just gonna call BS on that because I believe the NCAA. Is one of the more corrupt organizations in all of sports. Why is that? Well, for one, when they've decided to hand out punishments to those who have done wrong, this school will get will get the death penalty because they're the uninvited guest, SMU. But if somebody does something similar, 
They just get a slap on the wrist that shows favoritism. And I mean, and there, there's, there's probably other examples. You could, you look at North Carolina basketball, and also, well, and uh, Southern Mississippi. Similar issues, but one coach gets hit with a ten-year show cause penalty. Other school gets hit with just a slap on the wrist. Actually, not even a slap on the wrist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good segment, fellas. Coming up next, guess what we got? <laughs> NBA. And Jared will probably, he might chime in and see who, is he a Pistons fan or he likes someone else? <laughs> uh, I think he's going to be jumping back to the Pistons now. What, what do you mean jumping back to the Pistons? Well, this is a conversation I had with him uh, the other night. Oh, was he a fan of now? I mean, he's basically. Is he a LeBron fan? He's been a fan of, I mean, he, he, what if I told you that he was a fan of Penny Hardaway first? Well, that was pretty cool. That's that's a good fan to be of. Oh, oh yeah. He I'm almost not... got, the, he was in the running for the Orlando Magic job. Yeah, and then he stayed at Memphis. Memphis, yeah. Yeah, I forget, I'm trying to remember what Jared said. He had a, he had a starter jacket from some team back in the day. Really? Yeah. Of uh, Memphis? No, it was. Orlando. I think it was in Orlando. I want to say it was Orlando. Jared, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Well, because you know, sometimes that's fake news. Either, either he had a, a starter jacket or Charlotte Hornets, which was really popular. Or it could have been a Charlotte. It might have been a Charlotte Hornets. Orlando Magic, the Chicago Bulls. I still have my starter jacket from the Chicago Bulls days. Yeah. I mean, I had I had one. It wasn't like well, it was the full it was the full zip. It wasn't the uh, half zip with the pocket in front of Mine the teal pist the teal pistons. Oh, the the the, mo- the with the horse. Yeah, you had that one. Yeah, I had that. A one. A lot of people don't like that logo. They like the old school bad boys logo. Yeah, yeah. This is who Jared is, that was a fan of: Petty Hardaway, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, and the King. How old is Jared? Thirty. That makes sense because I was thinking to myself, he he's he's on the back. And when I obviously I was a Jordan fan, but Penny came in the league. I remember when Penny was drafted. Obviously, um, this magic moment was on th- thirty for thirty on the other night too, which was a good one. Um, but I remember him in in being in blue chips and everything, and all the guys he mentioned were when people were really kids back then, like Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter and stuff. So I was more in, in high school by then, almost close to college. But we'll take a quick commercial break. When we return, David the Man of God Harris will have his winners and losers in the NBA playoffs. And the Pistons got the number one pick. Who should they choose? A certain guy people want, but could he be Ben Simmons 1.5 to 2.0? Hmm. Interesting. We'll get into that after this. Yes, that's right. We'll be back after this on 88.3 WCs after further review.